Welcome to the Calm Collective Podcast. I'm Cassandra. I'm a writer and an advocate on going inward to gain personal growth so that we can achieve a state of mindfulness and total self-awareness. This is a space dedicated to celebrating life in all of its forms, the good, the bad, and all of those imperfect moments in between that make up the human experience. You're not in this alone, and I'm here to remind you that each episode as we dive deep into the raw and the real. Are you ready? Here we go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Calm Collective podcast. Per usual, I am sitting in my room on my bed with the windows open. I get the most uninterrupted, well-received sound from this room, which is why I'm always up here. Um, I wanted to start this episode and hopefully all the episodes to come with um, a weekly intention that I want to set. Since spring is here, finally, I am feeling the urge to really get back into organization, and I'm very organized by nature, um, and I don't have a lot of things per se, but by organization, I mean just getting things in line where I want them to be. So, for instance, my closet still has a lot of the winter clothes that I need to exchange for the spring and summer. Um, I have a few knickknacks here and there that I don't really need to be looking at right now. It's not serving me. Exchanging um, some things that I'm no longer wearing and donating them to Goodwill or what have you. Cleaning out my car is a big one. It's not that big of a mess, but there's just some random things here and there that aren't really in a place that bring me peace. So taking the time to really hone in on those things. Also, with the bathroom renovation finally being complete, it is so beautiful. I can't wait to show you guys. I'm just so grateful and over-the-top excited, Um, but now I need to really go through all of my bathroom items now that I know the space that I'm working with and just get rid of anything that um, isn't serving me in that area as well. Really reading through the ingredients, I've started becoming really in tune with what's going in and on my body. That I, I've been talking about that on the blog um, for the past couple of months, few months. Um, and I just really want to get that space in order so I'm able to better create and stick to my morning and evening routines. And um, like I said, this means getting rid of duplicate items that I can donate or give to friends, getting rid of toxic items and just having them not exist, and organizing my products and giving everything a home. So yeah, that's it for me this week. My intention is organization. Um, And speaking of my beauty products, I am so excited to introduce you to my guest today. Her name is Kate Hoff, and she's the founder of my favorite, favorite, favorite all-natural skincare line called Damn Good Face Wash. If you follow along on Instagram or over on the blog, you've heard me talk or should probably say rave about Kate for quite a while and for good reason. I've never found a line of products that I feel so good about using and that feels so good and that I feel so good about supporting, but also that has felt this nourishing to my skin. Um, I'm really, really, really excited you guys to hear from Kate. She is not only an amazing business owner, but what a warm human being. I am just so lucky to know her. So without further ado, let's go to the show. So 
So not only am I an avid lover of safe skincare, but I also love supporting small businesses and women in business whenever I can. So Kate, I am so happy that you're here and have agreed to come on the show. I can't wait for everyone to get to know you and your business. Thank you, Cassandra. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. What does life look like for you right now in this present moment? In this present moment, I am pacing around in my bedroom because it's sort of my little Zen spot. I have a Mm. one and a half year old puppy who, um, is made out of Velcro, I think. So she's usually like attached to me. So I've sectioned myself up in my room. Um, my kids are at school. It's rainy. I'm in New Jersey. Um, that's about it. That's me. And I'm dressed in my usual uniform of like yoga pants and comfy Oh, I have a mama bear t-shirt on right now. Yeah, that's, that's my life right now. By the is it by the bee and the fox or the is that what it is? The fox and the bee. It is. Yes. No, Her? um, it's not. It's by um, Rebecca Gao, I believe mm, is okay. Um, who did it? I have to. I have to go back and check. It's been years since I've had it. She did that original mama bear necklace. Oh yes, um, Bridget has then, one. Your sister, right? Yeah. Remember that little exactly that mm-hmm. breast, and so it's um. It's a little like shirt that she sent me, um, I think via my sister years ago. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it's her, Rebecca Gow, G-O-U-G-H, I and believe. She's an Etsy shop owner as well. Is that is that right? I believe she is. I think she probably has an Etsy shop and um, she's gone and, you know, done her own thing as well. Mm, e-commerce. Um, but okay, I love cool. her stuff. I actually have the Mama Bear necklace on right now too. So I'm fully representing her. Mama right now, Bear apparently. to the <laughs> fullest. Yes. I'll put that, her links in the show notes. Cause I love her stuff. So that's, it'll be a good ping. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So do you set any intentions for your week? And if so, what is one that you're currently focusing on right now? Well, um, I try to set, well, I guess we start, it's not so much of an intention, but we start our day every morning when I'm driving my kids to school. What are you thankful for? Mm. And we each, um, we each will recite what we're thankful for. So I try to tell them, you know, if you have a moment that you're not feeling like, you know, it's the best day ever, or you're having a tough time at school or whatever, um, you know, just come back to that thing that you're thankful for. So trying to every day be thankful for something as small as it can be, um, or as grandiose as it can be. It doesn't matter. So we try to start our day like that. Um, my week and probably the past few weeks, I've really, uh, tried to be more meditative. I've, Mm. um, realized that I need a serious amount of meditation in my life, um, to center me because I can be very type a, and I have a lot going on. Um, and so, I have to learn to be more mindful and it's usually the people that are so busy that don't have the time or they think they don't have the time to meditate are the ones that need to meditate more. So that has been, um, something that I've been trying to bring into my life more and more. Oh my gosh. I feel you so much on that that one. Yes. That is so good. Yeah. Right. How old are your kids? It's so important. I have a seven year old son named Quinn and a five year old daughter named Eleanor, but we call her Nora. Oh, that is cute. They're beautiful. I've obviously seen them on social media and stuff, and they are so sweet. You've seen them. They're amazing. They teach me the biggest lessons I've ever been taught, and it's a miracle, pretty much. I really love that everyday intention or practice that you set with them about gratitude. I mean, seriously, I don't think that there is too early an age for them to be taught that, and that is – talk about mama bear. That's some good parenting right there. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, because like I want to give them these, you know, lessons that they can just carry forth in their life Mm -hmm. and, you know, remembering their breath, remembering to be thankful. Uh, Our biggest mantra of all is just treat others the way you want to be treated Mm -hmm. because there doesn't need to be many other rules if you follow that one. Like treat others and their things the Mm -hmm. way you want to be treated. And even if you don't know them, you know, so yeah, trying to like live my best life so that they can see what that looks like is a challenge every day. And it's, um, it's pretty amazing and makes you live, you know, as authentically as possible in the best way possible. So absolutely. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive in. Can you give us a little background on who you are and how you ended up in your current job as a business owner? Sure. Um, so I went to school for biology, so I love sciences and researching. And so I have that mindset. Um, and then I ended up deciding to become a nurse. So I'm actually a labor and delivery nurse on weekend nights occasionally. I did not know that. I, um, what's that? I did not know that. That is so awesome. I know. Right. So after biology, I, um, I decided I would be a nurse. So I went back to nursing school and I've been a labor and delivery nurse for gosh, over 10 years now. And, um, so I just do that on the weekend nights. So I'm with my kids during the week. And then when they go to sleep, practically, that's when I go and I help babies come into the world. So that's my, um, background, but the face wash took off because, um, as a labor and delivery nurse and as someone who was raised, uh, very holistically, my mom was always, you know, saying we, the right things to eat, how sugar is the devil. Literally, that is like I will forever dream about her saying sugar's the devil um, <laughs> because she was always a forward thinker when it came to health and wellness. And so I've tried to live that way as well. And especially when I was uh, breastfeeding, you know, pregnant and then breastfeeding, um, thinking about everything that I was putting into my kids' bodies, but onto my own body as I was, you know, pregnant. And then, you know, whatever I'm putting onto my body, they are getting Mm -hmm. from me. And so I became extremely, um, analytical and critical of everything that I was using. Um, and so I believe in that mantra, you are, you know, what you eat, but also you are what you put on your body Mm -hmm. and choose carefully, not only what you put in it, but what you put on it. And so I had started making my own skincare and laundry soap and you name it. I was like, full on hippie, um, making everything That's awesome. Uh, for years now. And then, um, my sister, my friends, a few people were like, well, what do you use on your face? And so I, um, started making a couple just sample products for them. And it's actually my sister, Bridget, who, um, I sent her a jar in, I used to use, um, recycled, like, uh, re-sterilized baby food jars. Mm. And so I would like re-sterilize them and then I'd make my potions and I would just hand them out to people like that. And so I sent it up to Massachusetts to my sister, um, after she had had Anders, her youngest. And, um, she said, and I labeled it with my hokey kitchen label maker as one does <laughs> damn good face wash. Cause I just say, you know, when, when something I think is good, I'm like, Oh, that's so damn good. Oh, that's so damn fun. Like, so it was just like off the cuff, damn good face wash, labeled it and sent it up to her. And she said, this is what you need to do. Mm. You need to make this. So I was like, what are you serious? You know, she said, yes, you really have to. So it was really, um, through her like excitement for it and prodding me to kind of do it that I, um, yeah, I decided, okay. So it was just three years in March that I opened up on Etsy 
and went from my, you know, sterilized baby food jars to the amber jars that you see today and no more hokey, um, Dymo label maker, but I actually have labels. And so it's just happened very, um, very organically, um, shockingly so, cause I'm not a business major at all. I'm a science major, as you can tell. And so this is just all stuff that I've, um, just been learning as I go. And it's been amazing. And it has afforded me the ability to be home more with my kids so that I am working at the hospital less. I do love labor and delivery and I will always continue, mm-hmm. um, you know, helping bring these babies earthside. But, um, but yeah, I, I just want to be with my kids a little bit more and I'm able to work around their schedule and stuff with this amazing business as it's grown. So it's so good. That's me today with damn good face wash. I love it. And what's even, and I'm sure that you know this, but allow me just to say it just in case. But what's so cool is that not only are you able to be more present and home with your kids, but you're helping people and the planet at the same time, you know, like, like you said, there's so many scary toxins that are in products and stuff that a lot of us aren't educated on. And I think, you know, there needs to be more honor around companies doing their part, you know, to keep all of us safe and healthy. And so I totally commend you for that. I think it's so great. Thank Uh, you. Yeah, it really has, um, you know, opened up a lot of opportunities where I've been able to, um, you know, speak to people who would not otherwise think, you know, so critically about what they're putting on their skin. Mm -hmm. Um, I was invited over the winter to speak at a conference about, um, healing thyself. Like it, it was about, um, healing from cancer, but also, you know, promoting healthy lifestyles so that you can be in a prevention mode as a, as opposed to a reactionary mode. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, speaking to people about like the water they drink, the skincare they use, um, you know, the pots they cook in, like things like that. There's just been a lot of amazing opportunities that have come my way as a result. And, and people who just in conversations, you know, I never thought about that. Like, what do you mean raw honey is so good for your face? You know, there's just Mm -hmm. so many things that mother nature has put on this earth that are amazing for us internally and externally. And so, being able to learn about that and, you know, create these products that work and that are healthy and, you know, finding these companies that source, you know, some of the raw products I use, raw materials I use and they're ethical companies and, you know, they use recycled materials and it's just, it's been, it's been an amazing ride. That's so awesome. So I'm so happy. <laughs> well, and I can tell anyone who hasn't used your products yet, um, I've told you time and time again, I've even blogged about it, but I love your jars so much and actually use them around my house once I'm finished with, yeah, it's like even like little succulent vases or just like a jar for Q-tips. It's just, they're so beautiful to look at. And yeah, I just, I love the, the ability to be able to reuse them, which I think is really awesome. One thing, one thing I wanted to ask you about kind of educating which you are, I mean, whether you realize it or not, but you're educating people about holistic um, things that you can even find in your pantry, right, that are helpful for your skin. Mm-hmm. What is your take on people yes. who are a little hesitant to to embrace that, people who kind of already know what they know and they're stuck in their ways or find um, some of these, th- these things to be a little out there? How would you, what would you want to tell those people who are listening who might be a little hesitant to go natural? Oh, 
That's a good question. Um, I, I think just having people use the products and, uh, knowing what's in them and the comfort that you can feel when you read the ingredients, you know, I put my ingredients right on the front of the label because I'm proud of them. They're natural and you can read them, you know what it is. Um, and the more and more you research, you kind of go down a rabbit hole. So, you know, I encourage people to research what it is that they are putting on their skin just as much as what they're putting in their bodies. Uh, because we live in a toxic world and we live where there are chemicals everywhere and, and we need to lessen that toxic burden on our bodies. And so anything that we can do, um, you know, people are like, well, it's just my skin. Well, yes, Mm -hmm. but you know, you put a fentanyl patch on after surgery because you know, that, that patient would need pain medication a pain relief and that patches on your skin and it's absorbed through your skin and it makes, you know, it takes effect the way it's supposed to or a nicotine patch. So of course things are absorbed in your skin. Your skin is your largest organ. So, um, so I would like to probably give people facts like that and then, you know, just offer, you know, the ability to try this Mm -hmm. stuff because, um, it's amazing to watch your skin, you know, rebalance and be moisturized and not overly dry and the effect that it has on people's skin. I get the most amazing reviews on Etsy. You do. They humble me so much because, you know, these people are really, they respond to these products so Mm -hmm. well. So I would encourage people to read some reviews and then go on, um, places like beauty counter is an amazing Mm -hmm. makeup company, Mm -hmm. um, who they are like lobbying, um, you know, with the government now to, you know, lessen the number of chemicals that we are allowing into our beauty care products and skincare products. And so, you know, us, the United States versus Europe, Europe has banned thousands and thousands of chemicals and we haven't. And so, you know, encouraging people to go onto these, you know, websites and stuff like that of these major, majorly successful companies who are, who are trying to make changes and why it's so important. And then just telling, you know, your health is just too important. Um, your health and your well-being, and the health and well-being of your children, um, you know, and your children's children, and just to go on and um, and educate themselves so they can be their own advocates. Yeah, it's literally all we have. Our health and our well-being is all we it's, have. So it really is. Like you can't live your best life if you're not feeling good, and mm-hmm. it's hard for your body to feel good when it's just burdened by by you know the wrong food the wrong, you know, products, the wrong, you know, just, yeah, you have one shot at this amazing life. Like mm-hmm. live your best life and mm-hmm. feel good and, you know, be well. How you sign off all of your emails, which I love. <laughs> that's exactly, it's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> because so yeah, good. what else do we have? Right. Mm-hmm. Be that's well true. so you can be the best version of yourself for those you meet and, you know, yeah, you have to. So good. So one of my all-time favorite products of yours, so I it's a tie because I love the Works Face Wash. It's just, oh my gosh, it's become like a self-care ritual for me more than anything. Um, but I really That's love, yeah, I love your oils. The Calm One oil is my favorite, 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 mainly because I'm obsessed with lavender. But can you right. also debunk the myth For those people, there are so many, I have friends included, that are terrified of using oil on their skin because they're convinced it's going to make them break out. Can we debunk that? And can you explain why it's good for their skin? Terrified. Yeah. Well, there's something called the oil cleansing method, which I had become familiar with years and years ago. And it's like, like, um, like can meet like, like can heal like. And Mm -hmm. 
Uh, the idea is that if you are if you're using products that are drying out your skin so much, which typically most of the skincare, like face washes and stuff like that, can really dry out your skin, then your skin is want, going to want to rebalance. Our, our bodies want to be in balance all the time. Skin, organs, you know, anything, pH, everything wants to find balance in our bodies. And so if we're drying out our skin too much, then our bodies are going to overproduce oil. And that can lead to, um, you know, clogged pores, acne, any kind of problem skin um, that you might find you have if your body is trying to compensate. And so if you um, if you use oils like the coconut oil, um, you know, is, is a big ingredient in the face wash or any number of the oils because there's a nice um, mix of oils in the face oils, then your body is not going to need to overproduce that oil and, and you're giving your body what it needs so that it can actually be more balanced and then your body's not going to be, you know, clogging the pores and having the acne problems that we have, or mm -hmm. sometimes not the cystic acne, but just the, um, the little tiny, like whiteheads and blackheads mm -hmm. that tend to form. Um, so that oil really just does just help to balance your skin so that you're not in the state of imbalance that then is trying to correct itself all the time. Right. Totally. Does that make sense? Yes, you debunked it. Thank you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> debunked done. Yeah. So speaking of some of your products, what is your process when you come up with a new one? What does that look like? I've always been so intrigued by that. Like, do you just get like a ping, like a download, or do you kind of spend some of your days researching um, to come up with something new, or is it more intuitive? Um, It's... I guess it's probably a little bit more research. I guess it tends to be, you know, a few different people asking me, oh, well, do you have this? Mm. Do you have this? Like the, um, the body butter was born out of uh, a need that people had for, you know, a whole body moisturizer or something for their babies. Um, for example, someone, you know, a friend of mine wanted something for, um, her daughter and her daughter had very sensitive skin. And so, my son also at the same time in the winter, he was having some dry patches. He has that nice sensitive skin like I have. He's mm. fair. He freckles. My daughter has my husband's, you know, more tan, no blemish, like mm -hmm. the best skin ever. <laughs> she has that. My son has the sensitive skin. So he was getting a little bit dry in the winter. And so it then became, you know, it was an idea because a few people had said, hey, I could really use this product. Um, do you have anything like it? And then it starts with the research and then it starts with um, testing it on myself and mm -hmm. willing friends and family before I feel confident that I can like roll the product out for the masses. And so, um, a lot of it is spending hours on Pinterest mm -hmm. and then finding, um, ideas that work and oils that I think make sense in the formula. And then, and then going through, you know, trial and error, what, what works, you know, um, is this going to melt because I don't put, you know, solidifiers and things and chemicals and preservatives in the product. So is this going to melt in the summer? You know, is this formula going to work? Do I need, you know, more cocoa butter? So, so it's a mix of, um, the need that people have for certain products. And then, um, you know, like the works, for example, mm -hmm. the works oil, I didn't have the works oil initially in my like rollout. I had 
the problem child and the mature, Mm -hmm. but so many people, and of course the calm, but so many people were saying, well, I am, I'm maturing and I have wrinkles, but I also have, you know, acne still. So then it was like, you know, yeah, me too. Like hormonal acne, your estrogen dips when you get to be, you know, in your Mm thirties and going upwards. So you can still get this hormonal acne like you had when you were in puberty. It's a terrible thing. It really is. I used to have it. It's awful. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Right. And so you're like, I thought I was done with this, but there is this hormonal shift that happens Mm -hmm. as you, as you, you know, get older. And so people are still, you know, I've got wrinkles, but also this beautiful thing. So, um, so that's how the works was, was born because it was, yeah, you're, you want something to combat those fine lines and wrinkles, but also the, you know, acne that you might still have or the breakouts. So, so it's research and it's, it's kind of, you know, listening to what people need and people want and, Mm -hmm. um, just meeting them where Mm -hmm. they are and, and creating products that will work for them. So when you send it to family and friends, what's the wait period? How long do you ask them to try it before you realize like, yes, this is going to work. This is going to market. Uh, well, usually I've been using it for weeks before then. So I would say I like to give people about like two to four weeks at least to try it, but I've been trying it for a long time too, or I've been like I said, using it on my son, mm-hmm. <laughs> on his, um, you know, skin. And so, so yeah, anywhere from like two to four weeks, I guess. Um, it's, it's not like a cut and dry number. Um, I have a lot of nursing friends who are amazing and have used the products too, mm-hmm. um, or who are saying, yes, you know, when you get something else, let me know. Um, so I do have a pretty great group of, of women who are available to use my stuff, which is great. But, um, yeah, I would say about two to four weeks for okay. your body to, you know, really start to use. It. I mean, I'll hear right away sometimes, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like the body butter, I've been putting it on my lips, putting it on my face. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't break out at all. I was so, that's what I always hear. I was so surprised I didn't break out. Mm-hmm. People are, like you said, afraid that that oil is going to, you know, wreak havoc on their skin, but mm-hmm. they find it's just the opposite. It's great. Yeah. I was one of those people. I was a little hesitant because I had never, I had used like coconut oil on my body for lotion, but then when I was introduced to your... Mm-hmm to your line by your sister. So for those who are listening, her sister is Bridget Hunt, who runs a lifestyle blog called Tales of Me and the Husband, um, which I've been reading for like eight years, which is so weird to say, but um, she's amazing. And that's how I got introduced to Kate. And I I was one of those people where I tried it the first night, the first night, the works face wash. And I was like, oh my gosh. So not only was my skin like so soft, but it had a really dewy glow and I mean, using it for over a year now, I'm almost hesitant to put on makeup every day because I'm like, it just looks so pretty. Like, it just looks so fresh and dewy and yummy. It is that dewy. That dewy is like the number one word I hear from everyone. Mm -hmm. You know, like I just wake up and my skin is dewy. Like, it looks like you just drank a gallon of water. Mm -hmm. It's true hydrated and supple and Mm -hmm. all those good words that you want to hear about your skin. Totally. And my boyfriend's extra smoochy whenever I use it because he's like, oh my God, you smell so good. (laughs) You smell good. You smell like you're making pancakes or something, right? Totally. Honey, you're Mm -hmm. like, oh. Yep. Okay. So let's talk about your business. So do you hand make everything still um, from scratch and like package everything yourself? Wow. Hats off to you. Do. You have yes, over, you have over like 3000 sales. So that's a lot of, yes, that's a lot of work. Yeah. 
Wow. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And I think that's probably my control issues. So again, going back to how I need meditation. In my yeah. Life, that's one of the reasons why I, um, I do. I like to have my hand in it. I are you have a Virgo? Absolutely asked for help. What's that? Are you a Virgo? I'm not. I'm a Cancer, but I'm okay. on the cusp between Cancer and Leo, and I don't really know what that means. But <laughs> you can tell me because my birthday is July 21st, so I know I'm like a cusper. So I'm not sure where I fit exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, July 21st, Cancer really Leo. Yeah, we'll talk but about that. Either way. Yeah, either way, I do have some control issues, but um, I do ask for help. Um, my kids will hand stamp the boxes because I, I stamp my boxes too. Um, so they'll stamp them, and sometimes Nora will, because um, my son goes to school uh, full-time, you know, Monday through Friday. Nora's, she's in pre-K, so mm-hmm. she's only at school three mornings. So she'll fill my boxes with my um, packing peanuts. Aww. And so I do absolutely ask for help for um, some of the other things. But as far as creating the products and bottling them, uh, that's all me. And, um, my husband will label stuff for me. Um, I've gotten wholesale orders that, you know, I just, I do bring in the troops for some help, um, with that, but, but yeah, the actual creating, I have literally done every single product, um, because I want to, I want to make sure it's, you know, it's perfect. And, not that I don't trust other people to do that because I think that people absolutely can be trusted and rise to the occasion and I need to give up some of that control. So that is something I am working on and mm. looking to the future, how I can grow the business um, would absolutely be to to bring other people in to help, you know, mm-hmm. give up some of that control. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> not to get too Zodiac, but I really do think that that's part of the the Leo that you said you're on the cusp with. It's all about, you know, it's a fire sign and a natural leader and, you know, wanting to create something. It's it's a lot about, like, creating something unique. So that makes sense that you'd kind of be like, this is my baby and only my babies can help right now. Yeah, that would make sense then. Yeah. I would absolutely fall right into that because, yeah, I mean, it is – it's a labor of love. And yeah. I uh, – I really enjoy that part of it. The business part, I'm learning to mm-hmm. like more. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to, I have to learn more about how to run the business and do it well and tax season, all that. You know, mm-hmm. tax season is the bane of my existence, but I need to embrace <laughs> all of that and learn as I go. But, um, but the creating the products that is what I like. The mad scientist, Bridget, my sister, again that we referred to before, she's like. I just picture you like breaking bad. Like <laughs> I'm going to go cook. And like, yeah. that's what I like to do. You're um, like, except I'm cooking legal things. So, yeah. Right. Totally legal. Don't need any kind of hazmat. Anything. <laughs> it's so different, but yes. Um, that's me. I like to break bad in the most legal, healthy way. That's so, so awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah, I like to do all of that creating. Cool. Um, and so I do, I make all of them by hand. It's got to be almost therapeutic in a way, I feel like, especially with, like, the textures of what you're working with, the smells, you know? Mm -hmm, You got it. Yeah. Essential oils, it's, you know, when I'm doing a batch of, like, a, you know, bath salt or something like that, Mm. Soothe, that has jasmine. It is one of my favorite smells. Um, It's in the very best oil, too, and I'm just, like, (sighs) it is very therapeutic. Um, My workshop smells divine, you know? There's, Mm -hmm. it's but one of my favorite places in my house. So, um, it's, yeah, I'm very, I'm very fortunate. It is a bit of, of a meditative practice in itself to be creating things and just, mm-hmm. you know, the mixer and the sounds and the textures and 
yes, the smells, the whole thing. It's very sensory, sensorial. Totally. Explain your workspace. You said that, and I, like, got heightened. I'm like, ooh, that's probably quite lovely. So it's in your house. It's so funny. It's in my house. Yes, it is. um, First, it was an extra bedroom, and then it became, um, you know, half of my living room. And now it's actually... (laughs) we moved things, um, within the past year and I have my entire dining room is just my workspace now. And so, um, it's been a shift as, as the business has grown. So has, uh, the workspace. And so it's, it's simple. It's, you know, my, I have a great, um, big shelf, a nice one of those, um, stainless steel, you know, industrial looking shelves. And I, I, bottle everything and even my raw materials in glass and stuff. So everything just looks nice. I like to mm. be in that room. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can see, you know, the, the dried rose petals and calendula and chamomile and, um, my clays and things like that. And then just a, um, and big stainless steel table, like you'd see at like a food prep station. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's simple, some plants, uh, my computer, of course, um, lots of boxes, United States Postal Service boxes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it feels like it's mostly boxes, um, in there, but, um, everything ebbs and flows. And so, you know, products come in, products come out, but it's right off of my kitchen. Um, and I have a nice door to the outdoor, um, back porch. So when I'm working, I can open up that door and just have the breezes and stuff like that coming through. So it's a really nice space right in the middle of my house. So my gosh, that sounds heavenly space for it. Yes. Yeah, so good. I'm really lucky. So regarding Etsy, since that's where you sell your products, what piece of advice would you give someone who wants to open up their own Etsy shop? I know, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure that you spoke for Etsy, right? Or you taught some sort of like a workshop? Correct me I did. where I'm wrong. Okay. Yes, no, you're absolutely right, Cassandra. I was asked um, right after, I guess it's right after Christmas, um, I was asked to to teach a course that Etsy had put together, um, to give people, um, you know, the, the know-how to open up their own Etsy shop. And so it was local to where I live. And so I guess in researching sellers that have um, had success on Etsy, they found me and asked if I would teach this, um, five week course on starting your own Etsy shop. And so it was at one of the, um, local high schools, uh, that has a nice big computer lab. So, we were in real time able to have everyone open up an Etsy shop. And so it was, um, 15 different people. Um, that was their max. And, and it was a great course that Etsy had actually put together. And so I was able to walk in just as the instructor and, you know, pepper their course with my own real life experience. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to learn through the course as well. It was great. And, um, and so I would say the, um, the most important thing is just to do it because waiting for a perfect time. I mean, I had that happen too. When Bridget was like, you have to do this shop. I kept on, you know, pushing back and pushing back. And she said, I'm going to post about it like on this day. And so you better be mm, ready. And so that's, that's good. kind of how it happened. Right. And so I had to do it. And so waiting until the perfect time until you have all the perfect pictures and all of, you know, the product you will, wait forever potentially. Mm -hmm. And so the time is now. And so just, just go for it. And Etsy has made it so easy to open up a shop because they have the, the most amazing support staff. They get right back to you. Um, even when I 
am emailing them with a compliment, like, Hey, I really like how you changed this, um, you know, shipping profile. They respond like, thanks so much. Cause that's another mantra compliment more and complain less. I try mm. to tell my kids to do that too. And I try to do that at work um, at so the hospital, good. you know, to compliment more and go above and beyond to like email someone's supervisor, like, mm-hmm. you know, Marie in housekeeping did a great job. She is amazing. I, you know, want you to know that. So that's another mantra, but, um, so, so they get right back to you on Etsy and, um, everything's very streamlined. So just go for it. And the support is there to help you, um, create your shop and to have success. And because everything is so streamlined, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. They've already done it. Um, and so, so yeah, the Etsy course was great. I mean, I had someone come in who, um, you know, just directing him to open up a new tab in his browser and he, you know, X'd out his entire screen. So this is where we started and we ended after five weeks. He had built his own light box as I had shown him the light boxes that I've created with cardboard boxes and tissue paper. He built his own light box. He had taken amazing pictures of his, um, handmade hand sewn leather wallets and he had his five pictures up and he had his shop online on Etsy after the five weeks. And it was, it was amazing like to see where we started and where we finished after five weeks. So Mm. yeah, it was a great experience. That's so good. So just begin you guys, much like anything in life, there is never going to be a perfect time to do anything. If your intuition or your willpower is leading you to do something, just do it. Don't be scared. Just do it. Yeah. Cause it's an, it's a stress in and of itself to never start to oh, like, isn't that you know, go so to, true? Go to sleep. At, yeah. Yes. Like to go to sleep at night with that burden of like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Like that is more stressful and probably more damaging than, than to just do it and, and try. And yeah. if it fails, at least you tried and you learn from that and you, you try differently, you do something differently, you tweak something. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, the burden of not trying, I think is worse than trying and failing. So, what a light bulb moment. I've always it. known that to be true, but I've never heard it said out loud that it's more stressful, if not just as stressful, to not do it. It's just haunting to your psyche. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes. Yes. It like it it's in the back of your mind. It's mm-hmm. like a gnawing. Because you're know, not you're not living you, your authentic truth then. There's something that you're right. not pursuing. There's something inside telling you to Yeah, something inside that's like on fire for doing something and mm-hmm. if you're not listening and you're not doing it then you know wh- how sad. Mm-hmm. You know how sad to every day, you know, end your day with like another missed opportunity right. to have fulfilled something inside of yourself. So, yeah. go for it. So my boyfriend, my love, he makes um, he makes whiskey. So yeah. he's also in the market of making products. And he um, always yes. has gone by the rule of V1, V2, V3. So volume one, volume two, volume three. Volume one is never going to be perfect, but that's how you learn. Mm-hmm. Volume two is a little bit better, yes. but you're still learning. Do you kind of go by that? Um, by that rule or are you pretty, um, committed to the product that you put out that like, this is, this is perfect? No, no. I think everything is a work in progress always. Um, I've never heard that V1, V2, V3, but I think that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I am, uh, yeah, nothing's ever, ever perfect and everything's always changing and evolving. And, uh, as I, you know, try to go get bigger, if that is the, path that this, you know, sweet business is supposed to take, you know, I understand that I may have to tweak things if Mm -hmm. I'm going to be sending out 
you know, massive amounts of products to stay on store shelves, for example, you know, am I going to have to change something about my, um, my formula? You know, I, I don't know. I think Mm -hmm. that life is a work in progress. So why wouldn't these products be a work in progress? And if I find something new or different, um, you know, some amazing oil that I have to, you know, put into my face oils, I absolutely believe that, you know, things can change and, so yeah, I think that makes yeah. sense. V one, V two, V three. I've never heard that, but yeah. yeah. So the freedom to play. I'm game. I'm game for that. <laughs> yeah. The freedom to play. The freedom to to change things to to make them better and um, or you know hear feedback that that totally sucked and <laughs> go back to the original formula. You know yeah. that's okay too. Yep. Yep. So in regards to growth of your business and what that looks like, so you said that you um, do some wholesale and you're on some store shelves. How do you go about doing that? What is your process for expanding into brick and mortar or reaching out to other companies who feel in line with your message? Well, they have actually come to me. I guess I am probably... I don't know. I think I would probably say right now I am almost standing in my own way of expanding Mm -hmm. because I want to be able to keep, um, a lid on, on like the business right now and be able to, you know, grow my kids and be here for, you know, Nora, especially Nora, because she's only in school three mornings a week. And then she goes, you know, to kindergarten next year, full days. And it seems like the kids are going to be in school forever and ever and ever after that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sort of standing in my own way in a, in a, in a sense, because I want to be able to still create the products myself and, um, and not be too big that I can't handle it. Uh, but with that being said, my husband and, um, Mike, and he's a business owner as well. So we get to, um, talk and converse about a lot of this, um, the grow, like, you know, the growing pains and stuff. And so I do want to look to the future and potentially expand. And, um, what that looks like is, uh, talking to manufacturers that specialize in, you know, organic and natural products Mm -hmm. and learning from them about what it takes to, to move to that level. Um, I was recently asked, um, if I would be interested in attending the, um, Indie Beauty Expo, they have them all over the country. There's one in Dallas, I think happening right now. There's LA, New York. And, um, I was blown away that I was contacted for this, but I also was like, I'm not ready. Mm. So it kind of was like, you know, staring me at the, in the face, like, okay, I'm not ready now. What do I have to do to get ready? So if I were to attend a beauty expo of that size and, and get, you know, tons of orders, Mm -hmm. God willing, you know, what would that look like and how Mm -hmm. would I be able to fulfill that? And so from where I am now, you know, what does that journey look like? And so, so yeah, my husband and I are, you know, starting to really, um, you know, figure out how, how we can make that happen. If let's say I go to Indie Beauty Expo Mm -hmm. and I am, you know, faced with an amazing challenge of, Mm -hmm. you know, lots and lots of, and so, um, so the wholesalers, um, have come to me thus far, you know, asking if I'm interested in wholesale. And so, um, so it's again, just happened organically. I'm, I'm not out there, um, you know, asking people to stock it. It's been, it's been something that's just happened. You know, a sister loves the product. So her brother got in touch with me, you know, for example, because he opened up this great shop and, and he would like to carry the product. So things Mm -hmm. like that, where, um, where it's just, it's been really intimate and, 
and sweet the way it's unfolded. That's so good. That's so good. And it has to just be so reassuring that you're just like staying in your lane and doing your thing and just getting the, you're just reaping the rewards of, yeah, being authentic in this business that you've created. I think that's so great. Thank you. Yeah, because sometimes it's hard when I, like I just said, you know, not taking the opportunity, you know, it, it is a little bit in the back of my mind, like, you know, how, how can I grow this? And do I want to grow it? And if I do, you know, am I standing in my own way? You know, mm-hmm. so it is like a, it's, it's a learning experience. It's growing and growing with my business and allowing it to grow, um, you know, the way it's supposed to, but but luckily it's been done at such a pace that I can, I can handle it and I can, mm-hmm. you know, feel like I'm a part of it. It's not like a runaway train or, you know, anything. It's really, it's been, it's been great. The growth has just been perfect. So, yeah. so whatever this formula is, however it is, I found myself on this path. It's been, it's been great. It's been sweet and it's been the right pace for me. Mm-hmm. So but I don't want to stand in my own way, like I said. And I'm not sure if I'm doing that or not. So it's an interesting um, perspective, kind of something I have to ruminate on. Keep keep <laughs> on more. meditating. You'll find out. You'll find the answer. Exactly. See yeah. that center? I need it in my life. Yeah, it's so, so true. Yes, I do need to. That and just some free journaling and you'll be good to go. The answer will just show itself. Yeah, I totally believe that. It will. It will. And that's kind of been this. It's been without, of course, there's been some trials and tribulations, but it really has been, um, a sweet ride. Uh, it really has because everything has happened in its time. Mm -hmm. And so however that has managed to manifest itself, it is, it is beautiful and I'm, I'm thankful. So, yeah. So there's so much buzz around the word success, much like there's a lot of buzz around the word busy, you know, you either love it or you hate it, or you have a negative or a positive (laughs) connotation with it. What is your, with with reckless abandon, like unfiltered, what does, what does success mean to you? What does that definition look like for you? Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I guess there's success in many different forms, whether it's business life, everything. But for me, like my life at the end of the day, I feel successful if, if my husband and my kids feel loved, um, if they've had the best version of me. Um, if I found joy in my day, so I don't, I guess really personally, I don't measure success in, you know, how my business does or money or anything like it's, you know, how do my kids feel? Mm -hmm. How does my husband feel? How do I feel at the end of the day? If I've had a life, like a day well lived, you know, and it could have, of course, hectic and moments where I'm screaming, you know, get your shoes on for the 50th time potentially. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you know, did, did my kids have the best version of myself? Mm-hmm. Um, did I have a day with, you know, filled with joy, not the whole day, but did I have moments of joy and not just happiness? Cause I think that's fleeting. I mean, joy where you're like, oh, I have this life mm-hmm. and I am so thankful for it. Mm-hmm. That to me is, is success. Well, and you know, you know, you said that it can be divided into business personal. But what I think is so interesting is that when your personal success is defined that way, you have no choice, but that, that floods into your business life as well, because you have a happy husband, a happy, you know, set of kids and your family unit is healthy and thriving. You're open and able to create 
this like passion project and really put the love behind it, which is what I fully believe makes any business work. So I really do think that the two mingle, they dance together. I think so too. I think you're absolutely right. Cause I think, you know, I wouldn't, at the end of the day, there wouldn't be, you know, the, the ability to share in, you know, the successes of the business if mm-hmm. something else was lacking. And, um, you know, I have said no to opportunities and I haven't, you know, taken jobs, for example, that may have financially changed my, my family's life for the better. And it would have been great in that way success, but, but it would have taken away from something that I value more. And so, yeah, like if I am feeling like, you know, our family unit, our, you know, we're healthy, we're well, we're at peace, we're, you know, filled with joy, Again, like I said, not every day, not mm-hmm. all day, but most of the time, mm-hmm. if this is our the common thread of most days, mm-hmm. then it spills over, and I'm able to, you know, if I was, if my kids weren't fulfilled, my you know, my family wasn't fulfilled, I wouldn't be able to put in the time, the money, the love, mm-hmm. you know, the energy, anything like that to, to the business, because mm-hmm. then you know, who would be there to share it with? You exactly. Know, if, if we're not, you know, like it's just yeah, like. Well, and business I, definitely comes comes second. But yeah, yeah. And, and I really think I, I wish it's something that I learned not too long ago, but it's, I mean, it was like an instant light bulb where, you know, I wish more people would understand that success is not financial. It's not. And majority of us already have everything mm-hmm. that we need. We're just programmed in this society yes. to think that we need more. And you know, that we're only going to be recognized if we have X amount of money in our bank account. Whereas anytime we log into our bank account, we feel stress and anxiety. Like that's not where the success Mm -hmm. lives. It's just not. Right. And all of the things that we feel like we need to make us happy and fulfilled, Mm -hmm. they are just fleeting little tiny, you know, moments of, Mm -hmm. of happiness, but it's not joy. And it's, you end up owned by your things rather than the other way around. And so, so yeah, I, um, it was, like you said, it was a light bulb moment for me. It was before I started face wash. I, um, was approached about a, a nurse manager job actually. And it would have, like I said, I was just talking about, it, it would have changed my family's financial, um, life, you know, tremendously. It was an amazing professional opportunity, but it would have had me gone probably 80% of my kids waking lives, um, as opposed to, you know, being home 80% of their waking lives, it would have been a complete change. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of soul searching that my husband and I had to do because, you know, where it was a great opportunity professionally, it just, it, he said, I don't think you're going to be happy. Mm. And, and he's absolutely right. And so what a supportive support unit. Me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He said, I mean, he said, I, I don't think you're going to be happy. And he was right. And so saying no, it was a very difficult decision to say no to that opportunity, but it came with so much clarity from, from that moment on, like what really was most important. It, it, you know, it just, I have never once regretted that decision. Mm -hmm. And then simply three or four months later is when damn good face wash was born. So I wouldn't have even been able to have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't be in this business right now had I not said no to, it was one of the hardest decisions I've made because, you know, it was a great, great job opportunity. Mm -hmm. But, but again, I would have been gone too much and not seen my kids grow 
you know, as much as I had been. And so, so it was a decision that we had to make, you know, we don't go on trips to Disney or, you know, but that's okay. That's okay. We live, you know, the life that we've created that works for us. You have everything you need. It's not for everyone, but yeah. Okay, so let's, speaking of your um, your skincare line and everything, I am fascinated by people's routines. So will you share your morning routine okay. along with your skincare routine? So what does a morning look like for you, especially with the little ones? And then what are you putting on your face? With the kids. Okay, so, um, well, I guess, so today, uh, we all... We all sleep in one big giant bed together. Oh, <laughs> so, you're a co-sleeper. Um, it is too, we totally co-sleep. And like I said, they're seven and five. So, um, they still ask to sleep, you know, all in one big family bed. So, so it's still going. Um, a lot of it is because it sort of started when I was working nights, um, and we had Nora, um, it was just a lot for my husband to have different rooms and baby, you know, mm-hmm. so it just stuck. Um, so we're all in one giant, giant bed and we have the dog at the foot of the bed. So it's so (laughs) kumbaya. So I wake up, I know, right. Um, I'm a little bit eye rolling right now. So, but, um, you're good. So I wake up with my kids usually pressed next to me. So that is how my day starts. Um, and it's usually with a cup of coffee it should be water with lemon, but my husband makes a pot of coffee before he goes to work and he's up before us. So it is like a good morning kiss and a hug from him every morning. Mike, you hear this? The coffee in the morning is key. It's beautiful. So I start <laughs> off with a cup of coffee while I um, give them some breakfast. And then, um, yeah, then it's making, I mean, it's so boring and monotonous, but it's just making lunch for them. And I do a little note, you know, I love you more than today it was like, I love you more than honeysuckle. Mm. So they get a note with their lunch every day. And then when they're dressed and they're playing, or sometimes I actually have them listen to cosmic kids yoga and peace out meditation on YouTube. It's amazing. If you have kids or if you're a teacher, it's on YouTube, it's cosmic kids yoga. Um, they actually have entire yoga sessions set to like the Moana theme or um, star Wars or whatever, but how good! it's great. They have these Oh, it's great. And so then they also have these peace out guided meditations. So I will put one of them on if we have time in the morning. And so they can, um, you know, follow a red balloon through the sky or, um, pretend they're superheroes or, you know, however the meditation, whatever it takes them through. So they'll do that while I get ready. And so usually in the, um, the warmer months, I just rinse my face with cold water, mm-hmm. um, quite a few times. I would have used the works face wash at night. Um, that's the product I use works face wash at night and then the works toner and then the very best oil. Um, in the winter, I will also apply the body butter to my face mm-hmm. two or three times a week. But now that it's a little warmer, um, my skin tends to not be as thirsty basically. So I will just wake up and splash my face probably five or six times with just really cold water. And, um, and then I also apply the very best oil in the morning and then I just get dressed while the oil soaks into my skin. And then I, I wear a little bit of makeup. I wear mostly well people and beauty counter, a little bare minerals. So again, just not non-toxic, um, makeup as much as I can. And, and then we get in the car and we go to school and we say what we're thankful for Mm -hmm. and, listen to music. Um, mostly it's the greatest showman soundtrack lately because my kids Mm. are obsessed with that movie. So we'll listen to music and jam out in the car on the way to school. And then 
And that's, that's my morning. I love it. It's kind of not that exciting. It sounds pretty exciting <laughs> okay. to me. I wish I could follow a red balloon in the sky while I was eating cereal. I love that they've come out with all of this I stuff mean, now. Yeah. I need to tell my sister about that. She has three kids under six, and I think that you, would be incredible. You do. That's amazing. It's great. I mean, Nora will get her yoga mat out, and she'll no. do an entire, you know, the um, Very Hungry Caterpillar. Yeah, I mean, she has uh, all of these yoga um, videos, and the kids will follow around, like trolls, and, and she's a soothing English, you know, British accent. It's amazing. And then just the peace out guided meditations. You don't need... I don't have them looking at the screen or anything. It's just something that they're listening to. Yeah. The flopometer is one of their favorites. So you make yourself really stiff and then you like grab like progressive relaxation for kids. So you start really stiff and then you move to being super floppy and relaxed and it helps them to like fall asleep sometimes if we've had like a, you know, rather crazy day and lots of excitement or out late or anything, you know, something like that. I will, you know, bring out the guided meditation references and say like, remember the flopometer? It's great. I mm. highly suggest anyone with kids or teachers. I actually told my my daughter's kindergarten teacher next year. Um, we were talking about how to integrate more meditation and yoga and stuff like that um, into her classroom, and so I'm going to help her come up with a meditation corner. And so she oh, is going so to good. use the YouTube, the Peace Out guided meditations. It's great. I love great guided. I kids. love guided meditation. Even as an adult, I had a podcast episode where I talked about yes. um, how I actually connected with my dad through guided meditation, and I had so many questions and feedback regarding that that I'm actually I got um, in touch with my old therapist who did it. She's going to come on the show and talk all about guided meditation. Oh. So I'd love to pick her brain about childhood child guided meditation as well. Yes. So good. <sighs> Super powerful. I yeah. mean, that's amazing. I'm going to tune in. I can't wait to hear it. Please do. <laughs> okay, so on the opposite end of the spectrum, then what's your favorite way to unwind from your day? Um, usually with a cup of tea. I like to have tea every night mm. with a nice tablespoon of collagen in it for skin, hair, joints. Um, so, yeah, so we, I usually lay in bed with my kids, read a book, we sing some songs. They each get to pick a song that they ask me to sing. Cute. And then they go to sleep and I usually go downstairs and have a cup of tea. Mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, Or my husband, he'll do that too. And he also will sing to them. But um, And then I, yeah, usually have a cup of tea and either, depending on what's going on, my husband and I will watch a show together. Sometimes I'll read. Sometimes I'm working in the shop, um, you know, my workshop. But uh, definitely a cup of tea. Sometimes a glass of red wine, but every night is a cup of tea. And mm-hmm. now that it's nicer outside, um, we've judged up our front porch. You know, the plants are outside, the ferns, stuff like that. So I um, will go outside sometimes and just sit and have some, have my tea. So good. So good. Okay, so yeah, two, yeah. two final questions I want to ask you that I'm starting to ask people on the podcast that I'm interviewing. What do you think of the first thing that you think okay. of when you hear mindful living? What does that mean to you? Oh, first thing. Okay. Just slowing down. Hmm. Just slowing down, being purposeful. So yeah, with breath, like mindful, like taking slow, deep breaths, slowing down and doing everything with purpose. Um, it's such a broad, uh, a broad, um, topic. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just actually got the book, the conscious parent that I want to read, um, about, you know, being mindful in parenting. So 
I don't know. How's that for an answer? It's great. Just slowing down. It's a good, man. yeah, there's Everything no right or wrong answer. I know it. Don't I know it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Lastly, what is a mantra that you've been loving or that's been landing well for you recently? I am at peace. Ooh. So uh, good. Even when yeah, you're not. I've been, I've, I've been breathing. And when I've been meditating, that's been my mantra is I am at peace because mm. I can have that, um, monkey brain or that, you know, hamster mm-hmm. in, in my head on that wheel. Mm-hmm. And, um, I can just, especially with owning a business and my husband's business gets really busy in the summertime. So helping him with that and my kids and, and I can just definitely, my brain can go a mile a minute. And so it's just coming back to my breath and just saying, I am at peace mm, because so all of, everything else will fall into place. Mm-hmm. I've always said, um, my mantra for so long has always been let that shit go. (laughs) And it always kind of makes me laugh every time I say it. And recently I found myself, especially with all the lessons I'm learning and taking the Calm Collective full time, uh, repeating. And so it is. So it's kind of the same as I am at peace and just like, and so it is like where I am is where I'm meant to be. So good. I love it. Where I am and everything. It's so good. I'll fall. Everything will fall into place and I'm at peace. And then sending that piece out too, mm, you know, so mm-hmm. when I'm laying in bed with my kids and they're starting to fall asleep, you know, um, sending that, that sentiment, that thought to them, they are at peace. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's that like kindness, love meditation where you're like yeah. projecting onto other people. I believe yep. that's so important because it's going to come back. Like we all need to be in this together. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I'm at peace and just hoping and praying for peace. That's like that. Be well. Like I want mm-hmm. everyone to be well, like mm-hmm. be at peace, be at well, you know? Um, so yeah. I like that. I've started doing this funny little practice. You are where you are. Yeah, I've started doing this funny little practice where if, like, let's say I'm at the grocery store and there's someone who's just, like, in a foul mood, right, or they're just, like, not projecting anything good, where I'll, like, visualize a light. This might sound a little woo-woo, but I'll visualize a light and I'll literally just, kind of like the guided meditation, I'll just, like, watch it burst from me to them and, like, try and, like, it's almost like a game where I try and get it to hit them. I'm like, stick! stick to that person. I don't exert too much energy for it, but I'm just like, it's become like this fun little game where I try and make it visual. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to do that because my mom still say, you know, as, you know, as a mom, like you you hear that term, like your kids or your heart just like walking Mm -hmm. around and like Mm -hmm. giving up the control. As I've said, I have some control issues (laughs) so that they can go out into the world, you know, go to school, go to play dates, go to whatever. And and the anxiety that can come with that. And my mom is just like, she said that pretty much exact thing. She said, you just visualize a white light around them, mm-hmm. like around your home. You know, when there's horrible disasters and things that happen in the world, um, you know, I have actually visualized a white light around my whole house, you know, around the people I love. But how great to extend that to people who clearly need it because mm-hmm. you can tell like, whether you're reading their energy, their face, their expressions, whatever they're saying, mm-hmm. they need that light. I love it. I'm yeah. doing that. Well, and it Thank helps. For that. Yeah. Because, yeah. My mom has totally said that. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. I need to meet your mom. <laughs> she sounds incredible. She's pretty. Yeah. She's pretty rad. Yeah. <laughs> she's awesome. She's uh, ahead of her time. She's, uh, yeah, my uh, biggest teacher. So. Yeah. When I read some of the posts that Bridget puts out about your guys' childhood and just like the things that she taught you, like you said, ahead of her time, I'm like, man, have her thoughts come mm-hmm. full circle. How cool it must be for her to be living 
in a time right now where people are finally yeah. catching wind of what she's known all along. You know, she sounds like an intuitive woman. Yes. That's really cool. She is. Yes. She, um, she is. And she is watching like, you know, I'm one of four girls. And mm-hmm. so I've referred to Bridget the most, um, she's the closest in age to me. She's four years younger, but I have two older sisters also, Megan and Erin. And we all, you know, just to watch on a smaller level, like, everything come full circle and, you know, just to celebrate mother's day and Mm -hmm. how we all have learned so much from her and how we are raising our children, you know, very similarly and making a lot of the same choices and stuff like that, that she absolutely probably got resistance from us at the time. But Mm -hmm. now to find that we're all like settling into these lives that are very reminiscent of the things she taught us, you Mm -hmm. know, about health and wellness and, you know, connectedness and stuff like that. So uh, it's really, it's really great. And then yes, to find that the world is, you know, catching on and, and becoming more aware and waking up, you know, we need to mm-hmm. take better care of our bodies and our environment and stuff like that. And so, so yeah, so she was ahead of her time, but we're catching up. We're That's slowly catching up. So can you let everyone know where they can find you on the internet? Absolutely. So you can find my shop on www.damngoodfacewash.com and it'll take you right to the Etsy shop. So, um, simple. I'm on Instagram also, same exact name, damn good face wash. And I do pretty much all, like all of my PR marketing, anything is done through Instagram. I, um, I don't take out ads or anything like that. So if there's sales and, you know, things like that, you'll find me on Instagram. Um, and I try to do some social media stuff where I try to connect with <laughs> my followers and I have good weeks and I have bad weeks when I'm not posting a lot. It just sort of depends on what's going on in my personal life and how busy we are. But, um, mm-hmm. you can find me on Instagram and say, Hey, say hello. And yeah. Then, yeah. So good. Yeah. Everyone check out great. her Etsy shop. It's incredible. Uh, the proof is really in the pudding. So thank you so much. Yeah. You're so welcome. Thank you so yes, much for taking you. the time out of your day and your busy schedule this, to be with us. It's yeah. been really awesome to have you on the show. This was great. Okay, chat soon. I feel very thankful that you asked me. I feel super cool. Yes, of course. All right, thanks, Kate. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in and spending some time with myself and with Kate. I hope you got so much out of this episode. I know I did. She and I stayed actually on the call for, I don't know, 15 to 20 minutes just continuing to talk because I truly resonated so much with the way that she lives her life, the kind of person that she is. She makes me excited to be a really present mother one day and just an all-around better person. So I really hope that you got so much out of this episode. Definitely be sure to check out Damn Good Face Wash over on Etsy. You will not regret your purchase. I promise you that. Kate is also offering 20% off when you check out with the code using CALM20, C-A-L-M-20. Again, that's Damn Good Face Wash over on Etsy. Two of my favorite products are the Works Face Wash and the CALM1 Face Oil. But there are so many good things to choose from, and again, you will not be disappointed. If you also have just a couple of seconds, I would be so grateful if you'd head over to iTunes and leave a review on how you're loving this podcast things that you'd like to hear, etc. off limits. Just be completely honest. That's the most helpful thing for this podcast to grow and evolve and to land into the laps of those who are looking to live a more slow and mindful life. Thank you so much. So grateful for all of you. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Bye.